Welcome to our first podcast, everybody. Joined by me is Christian, and we are going to be here talking about some 49er stuff. Um, Christian, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself, man? Yeah, I'm uh, Christian uh, Dyer, and uh, my Twitter handle is uh, at Lefty1680. Um, so I became a Niners fan, uh, you know, I was born into it. My dad was a fan in the eighties, uh, watching Montana and rice. So I was born into it and, you know, I, <laughs> I've been a fan my whole life. I've still yet to actually get to witness a, a Super Bowl uh, win, I should say. Cause the last time they won, I was like, that was the year I was born. <laughs> so or I might've been one at one years old when they actually won it because they ended up winning in the 95 season, but I was born in 94 and they won. So I haven't really got to experience a win. So, <laughs> but uh, I've been a fan for my whole life. How about you, Brandon? So I'm Brandon. Um, my Twitter handle is B underscore dubs underscore Q50. Um, I became a Niners fan right out of the womb. Um, my dad became a Niners fan back when he was little. Um, he ended up getting a shirt from his aunt or his mom or somebody. And uh, he ended up becoming a Niners fan after he got that shirt. So he got to watch all those Super Bowl wins and everything. And uh, just like Christian said, I would love to see uh, the Niners win a Super Bowl in my time. So hopefully they'll be coming up soon. But um, yeah, I've been... I've seen the Niners growing up through Garrison Hurst, Jerry Rice, like the end half of Jerry Rice's 49er career, um, T.O. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for uh, next season. Um, I know this past season was kind of hard to watch with all the injuries, but uh, I think today we're going to be talking about some uh, quarterback news and uh, Talk about uh, J.J. Watt later on in the show. All righty. So should we uh, start with Jimmy G here? Uh, you know, I know there's a lot of uh, people that are, you know, big fans of Jimmy G, but then also some haters. And I'd say from the get-go, I've kind of been in the middle. Um, you know, uh, I've, I like Jimmy G, but I have always – I always cringe every time he throws the ball. And anything he does, honestly, I mean, I, I feel that if he had never got that ACL injury, uh, he'd be a whole different person. Because if you watch him before, he was mobile in the pocket, didn't hold the ball as long. Ever since that that injury, he's just not he's not been himself. Like he he's just not the same player. And and he can still he can still sling it. I mean, that game against the Saints two years ago is a proof that the guys got the the talent and is able to do it he just can't do it on a freaking week-to-week basis and that's what that's what kills me like my wife's not a huge football fan but I, she's watched the their games with me and she loves jimmy g mostly because his looks but you know she uh even says he's inconsistent and she hardly knows anything about football so what do you what would you say brandon yeah i think uh like you said after that injury against kc um I think he's just afraid to hurt that ACL again, man. Um, he he hasn't been the same since that injury, like you said. And it's just, it's killing us because we lose games because of it. Um, look, and then he had a high ankle sprain this past year. And what week was week three against the Gi- Giants or the Jets? <sighs> I think it was the the Jets. I think uh, I think it was the Jets. Yeah, and I mean, ever since then, and then when he came back, uh, those four, what was it like? I think two games he played after that. Two more games he played. Um, you could tell how scared he was about getting hurt again or getting tackled, you know, getting tackled or hit. Um, and that mentality is killing us. To be honest with you, I love I love the guy. He's good quarterback but with injuries (laughs) i don't think we're gonna go anywhere with jimmy g uh from this point on well yeah he tries he tries to be a um a uh pocket passer but 
you have, to be a pocket passer, you have to get the rid, rid of the ball fast. You look at Peyton Manning and look at Brady. You know, they get the ball out fast. You know, that's why their career lasted so long in the pocket, not being mobile, because they get the rid of the ball fast. Jimmy G holds the ball on forever and takes hit after hit after hit. So unless he starts to be mobile, he's just going to keep getting hurt. Yeah, he takes he takes way too long to find a receiver open. He holds the ball too long. And even if you can't find a receiver open, look at your running back. You always, you know, toss it to your running back if possible. If you can't, you know, if you think you're holding on to the ball too long, hand it off to your running back right away. Right? I mean, he's literally on the side of you most of the time, depending on the play, of course. But, you know. And you saw that with Nick Bowens as well. He holds on to the ball too much too. So that was that was a killer also. That guy's terrible. I don't even know why he's even on the team. Yeah, everybody praised him when he had that great game against the Raiders. I'm like the Raiders. The didn't Raiders have were any, tanking. anybody. <laughs> <laughs> that was Gruden's first year, and he's just now. he's just trying to get figure it out. I mean, yeah. Uh, and you know, I I think out of the our three quarterbacks that we had this past year. Actually, you say the past two years, I think C.J. Beathard is one of the better ones because he threw, uh, threw the ball so quick. He doesn't hold on to it, you know? But that guy doesn't see the field well. I mean, we would have beat Seattle in Week 17 if he sees two open tight ends two separate times for touchdowns, and we settled for field goals on both of them. So he, he's he's got the talent. He just doesn't see the field. Yeah, he just he needs to uh, literally look at the field better Maybe practice practice on you know his views and stuff like that, um, but going into this next season, as we're speaking right now, um, it's going to be Jimmy G, Josh Rosen, and Josh Johnson. How do you feel about those three? Uh, Johnson, I don't know too much about, so and I haven't looked really into him. You know, mostly probably because he's been on the practice squad. But uh, when it comes to Rosen, I mean. We already could easily have a quarterback and not need one if he pans out. Because if but Shanahan can fix his confidence and like make can become the quarterback he should have coming out of the draft. I mean, he's he's phenomenal if he can play to his potential. Because he was at UCLA, and you know me being a uh, my alma mater is University of Utah, and watching him play, and I've you know I've seen him live at the games. Uh, dude, the guy's phenomenal. I mean, he had nobody to throw to at UCLA because you know, they don't get very good talent. And this guy's a generational talent type of quarterback, like, kind of like how Herbert was coming out of Oregon, you know, and playing the way he did with uh, San Diego. That's how Rosen's – that's how it should have been. But he just got, you know, drafted to a terrible organization, even though the Cardinals are starting to figure it out a little bit. You know, and then go to another terrible organization with uh, the Dolphins. So, if he can figure it out, then we wouldn't we'd be fine with the quarterback position because you know he can he can move out of the pocket. Um, he can you know make all the throws. The guy's got phenomenal arm strength, and you know he can do everything. And he's a smart, he's a super intelligent guy. Like he's very intelligent. So, I think it could be a um, a miss maybe because he could be already broken because that seems to happen with these young guys as they get broken real easy early in their career if it doesn't start to work out but if Shanahan can fix him then we're already set like if you ask me if we would have had Rosen earlier in the season when Jimmy went down some of those games that were close or we could have easily won 10-11 games I think we would have won 10-11 games and made the playoffs with Josh Rosen as quarterback I agree with you I definitely do. Um, and, you know, for some of these uh, fans basically, like, kind of trashing on him already, I'm like, we we haven't really seen Josh Rosen in the NFL yet. I mean, what, he only had a couple games with Arizona maybe? I think he played a few with um, towards the end of the season, uh, the one when he was with uh, the Dolphins. It just didn't go well, but the Dolphins were still a mess at the point, at that point. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, I feel like I feel like Josh Rosen is is could be a good fit for the Niners. I think he uh, honestly, 
I think it'd be a close battle this coming up year um, for the number one spot between Garoppolo and Rosen. To be honest with you, knowing Shanahan, I think I think he'll let them battle it out too, because Rosen's accurate. So that's the difference. But also, when it comes to you know, young quarterbacks, you know that's why I've been high on the Darnold trade. I know a lot of Niner fans are kind of weary about that too, but like that guy, he was doing nothing with the worst freaking possible coach and Adam Gase and no no weapons and was still doing pretty well for what he had. I mean, the, I mean, I don't that throw he had against us where he was like running the running and freaking to his left and throws it across his body for the touchdown. I, dude, that that was that throw was unreal. I'm like, dude, everybody hates that. That guy can make every single throw. Like we talk about Mahomes and how he can make all these throws and Josh Allen. I mean, like you watch Josh Allen just absolutely freaking annihilate our defense on Monday Night Football this year. And I'm like, dude, in the right system, Donald would do the same thing. He can do all that 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 uh, that um, Allen does on the run. I mean, he's not as uh, much of a running quarterback like Allen is, but he he can move around and make all the throws and has incredible arm strength. And we could probably get him for what Jimmy G in a fifth round pick. You think so? Yeah, like because he hasn't done anything, and like they keep saying that the Jets are you know trying to move off him. I I think we could get him for cheap. Yeah, and also too, you know, uh, it, I've read too that Kyle Shanahan is actually high on on Sam Darnold as well. Dude, Sam Darnold has so much potential, and Shanahan could mold him into I mean, perfect because that's what the Niners need. Like, we have a lot of moving moving pieces. We just need a quarterback that's accurate, can make throws on the run, you know, and get out of the pocket and not take the hit. Especially, you know, depending on how what we do with our offensive line this year, if we can get somebody that can still be accurate on the run and make plays, um, then, uh, I mean, we, that's all we need. We just need a quarterback that's accurate on the run and can make the plays, but also stand him in the pocket. Yes, exactly. And could release the ball uh, faster than Jimmy G does. Yeah, for real. Seriously. But, like, we're so talented at, the, you know, the receiving position that any Yeah, definitely we are. You know, I'm excited to see uh, the second year for Brandon Ayuk, you know. Um, I know me too. And even though, dude, I was so down on that pick. <laughs> I was, I was pissed. I was not happy with that pick at, during the draft. I was like, what are we doing? Yeah. I know I, I was too, but after seeing him this past season, man, I'm like, dude, Niners made a good choice. I do have to say. Hey, he, uh, he knows how to, he knows his routes, man. And you know, with him and then Debo on the other side, Oh, I feel like they're going to be unstoppable, man. Oh, dude, for reals. Debo is an absolute freaking monster. He is probably my favorite player right now in the Niners. I absolutely love the way he he uh, freaking runs the ball. You know, when he has a ball in his hands, dude, it's like it's like watching T.O. Jr., dude. Like, as soon as he gets the ball, you, you ain't tackling him, dude. He's just going to freaking annihilate you. It's absolutely so much fun to watch. What's uh, crazy, too, is uh, in the 2019 season, um, before the Niners went ahead and got Emmanuel Sanders, you could tell, you know, Debo was still struggling his rookie year and everything. And then once uh, Emmanuel Sanders was in, man, he was a whole different person that back end of the season and playoffs. Exactly. And that's why, like, even though we didn't keep him, it helped a lot uh, sending a receiver like that. And that's why I've always been against, like, you know, the Odell Beckham trade because I've seen so many Niners are like, oh, let's trade for Odell Beckham. I'm like, dude, that guy is an absolute cancer in the locker room and will just – he'll ruin our young receivers. Yep. If he, uh, if he doesn't get his way, then it's then it's chaos. Yep. We could uh, – let's talk about some of the uh, these young quarterbacks coming up in the draft. Uh, um, who, do you, who do you have in mind? Well, like I told you, um, I was thinking, you know – Zach Wilson, um, you know, I feel like he he has he has the the motivation, and um, I think he could fit very well in our in our offense, the Kyle Shanahan offense. Um, and he has a deep ball. I like that too. You know, and you know, with the receivers we have, 
we can make something work with that, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I'm, you know, I'm probably one of the few people that's, uh, not a big fan of Wilson. Uh, I think he is not a good decision maker. Um, I think he's got a strong arm, but uh, you know, and I, everybody wants to talk about this year, but I'm like, he played division three teams this year. So, I mean, I could throw touchdowns against division three and I have a bum shoulder. So like, if you look at his, you know, look at his stats this year. Yeah. They, they jump off the charts, but if you look at his stats before that, you know, when he was playing power five schools, you know, they're not as great. I mean, he's played, you know, University of Utah twice, you know, obviously big rivalry with BYU and Utah. They haven't beat Utah in 10 plus years now, but he, he has more pick sixes than he does t- passing touchdowns in those two games combined. He has thrown more touchdowns to Utah's defense than he has his own offensive players. So, you know, and that's saying something because that's he's going up against NFL style talent when he's playing, you know, Utah. If you didn't watch, Utah had what? Jalen Johnson actually balled for Chicago this year. And then uh, safety for uh, the Colts. Why am I having a blank? Oh, Julian Blackman absolutely balled for the Colts too. I'm like, dude, that's every single year you have Utah defensive backs balling. I mean, look at uh, Mar- – uh, I freaking I'm like blanking on all the names. Uh, what's his name? He's uh, the safety and um, for the Saints who balls every year. Marcus Williams, that's his name. Marcus Williams. Oh yeah, yeah, Marcus Williams. Yeah, dude, he bowled out as well. And like that's what I'm saying. Like so, he's Wilson's playing against guys like that when he comes up against these Power Five schools, and he he doesn't perform. Like that's that's my thing is like when I've seen him play top talent, he hasn't performed like. You know, he's done good against some of the lesser schools that, they, that BYU plays because they're an independent. They don't always play the top schools. But some of these top power five schools that he's played, he hasn't – his numbers don't look good. And that's my thing. Like, the guy's got arm strength, but his decision-making has cost them in big games against big schools. I mean, like, when, you know, against Utah, they had a 20-point lead against Utah. And – he threw a pick six that freaking blew the game wide open with a 20 point lead. And the, and Utah came back and, and won that game in the third in like halfway through the third quarter. Actually, that was Julian Blackman picked him off. <laughs> um, well, what do you think about? So I was watching NFL network this morning and I was looking, you know, how they have the little scoreboard on the bottom of the screen and all that. And they show like the mock drafts. So I was looking at one of the mock drafts and they say, um, one of them says Niners take uh, Trey Lance at 12. What do you think about that? So I haven't seen enough of Trey Lance because, you know, he was kind of, they kind of barely started talking about him. We didn't, I would have watched him this year, but his uh, season got canceled. So we didn't really get to see him. Um, I, I, it's, it's intriguing because even though, you know, he's a, he's a mobile quarterback who I've heard has a good arm. But I did see one play where he absolutely freaking ran over a linebacker, which you don't (laughs) – guys like him, you don't see happen very often. So I like that. I like that he could run. Um, So, you know, if he can – if it could work out, I'd be okay with it, depending on how well he can throw the ball and fit into the offense. I mean, I feel like he'd add another dimension with his legs, though, which would be nice. Just a matter of whether he could stay healthy because, you know, you got to remember, too – he does play well, but he, again, he's playing like what division two. Correct. Well, I also, um, I know it's probably not going to be possible unless they trade up, but I was also, uh, looking at, um, Justin Fields, you know? Yeah. Um, I like fields. I like fields. Um, I think his, his injury problems are, um, an issue, but he's the first, he's the first, uh, in a long time, first Ohio State quarterback I've seen that could literally just stand in the pocket and make ama- amazing throws. I mean, he didn't play all that well against Alabama, but and that worried me too because, you know, that's the best defense. <laughs> and I wanted to see him light him up, but I, I think it's good because I think a quarter- him, a quarterback like that, could possibly do well in Shanahan's offense. But I also think about history and um, 
you know, unless if you can come up with a quarterback that's done well in the NFL from Ohio State, please do because I have not seen one in my lifetime. Yeah, seriously, it's funny because uh, I also have um one of my uncles. He's a Ohio State fan too, and a Niner fan. So I'm sure he'd like that as well. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, my um, my uncle's uh, from Ohio, and he's like the biggest Ohio State fan I've ever met in my life. Yeah, and then um, as well too. Did you have you heard about the since yesterday about these Russell Wilson trade rumors going on? Oh, the Niners um should be the destination he should go to. I'm like, bro, Russell's not going to go to the Niners. Are you Crazy. kidding? That's one of the that's still one of the best uh, rivalries in the NFL with Seattle and San Francisco. There's no way. Plus, they ain't going to trade him. I don't even think he's going anywhere, man. Just because he said that. Um, what was it during um one of the conference videos he had with uh i believe it was with with espn he says that uh he's he gets sacked too many times and basically like, you know throwing his players underneath the bus it was on dan patrick on the dan patrick show, it was on dan patrick show. yeah that's so right, that's right I, I like i don't think he was trying to throw anybody under the bus i think he was just being honest to the question i think the question he asked was a fair or answered he, he answered fairly like he didn't throw any under the bus he was just honest like he, you know, it's not up to him. I mean, yeah, he should be able to be a part of uh, the conversation, but it's not up to him how they build around him. And the guy's taken in nine years five five short of uh, 400 sacks. I think he's been sacked 395 times. Yeah, he had the most what, sacks uh, last this past year. Yeah, that's why his play fell off towards the end of the year, dude. He didn't beat up. Yep. Like, like, yep. He's a fun I, and, quarterback uh, to watch too, even though I, I, I was hate watching, him. <laughs> I was watching um first take two as well this morning, and um they were even saying like, oh you know like the most the Seahawks are gonna uh you know get is basically the wild card and losing the wild card um these next couple of years. I'm just like damn, it's sad too because uh, they have no they have no talent really right now, especially on the defense. You know, oh dude, I mean. They have probably the the best receiver tandem in all oh, of yeah, the NFL, definitely. and definitely they can't receiver, do anything with but it. Exactly, exactly. Well, what they should do is uh, sign Aaron Jones. I shouldn't say how to help Seattle, but that's what they should do. Because <laughs> that gives Russ that gives Russ a running back who can catch the ball out of the backfield and who's an absolute freaking beast. So, um, you want to bring up JJ Watt? Uh, well, okay. Right before that, though, let me just say who, who kind of what I prefer for the Niners uh, quarterback draft. So, to me, I think the Niners should stick with, you know, offensive line and corner for the draft in the, fir- in the first few rounds. Um, I'd like to see Sertan go at number 12. I mean, I, they, I keep seeing in the mocks that he's gone like 10 to the Broncos, too, before us, and I'm like, please drop to us. But that's who I'm, you know, I would be okay even trading up and giving away a pick for next year, dropping, trading up to nine or 10 to get Sertan. I think he's that he's worth it. Um, and if you, if you ask me, I think we can, in the, even in the third or fourth round, we could take Kellen Mond out of Texas A&M. Um, I think he would, I think with the right coaching, he could be fantastic. I mean, I think he could be the next Dak Prescott. Cause you know, Dak, Dak Prescott wasn't, getting a lot of love and look what he did. And I think Mon's kind of in the same boat, you know, not to mention um, what helped Dak Prescott a lot where he worked with, you know, Brian Johnson as a quarterback's coach for Texas A&M. And that's who's been working. Brian Johnson's been working with Kellen Mond um, there too. So I think having that connection could possibly really help uh, Mond and he, he could uh, surprise a lot of us. You know, and he's mobile. The guy can run around like freaking. He's amazing, and you know he's got a good arm. So, you know, that's what I'd say. I say, you know, I don't think what would be available at twelve is worth taking the chance when we have other um, issues. Um, I'd much rather uh, go and fix our holes we have now because we still can win with Jimmy or even uh, Rosen. But we can get a a take a chance on like a Mond and try and groom him 
the way we want without having to like overstep because like if there was quarterbacks in this draft that I thought were worth it, then I'd say go for it. But I, I, dude, the to me the fall off from Lawrence to anybody else is a big drop, and even Lawrence is not anywhere near the prospect that we've had before. He's he's not anywhere near like they try to compare him to Andrew Luck. He's nowhere near like he doesn't. When have we seen Trevor Lawrence throw the ball over the middle? Like he, he they work the sidelines. That's what they do at Clemson. So until I can see, I even I want to see Lawrence like throw the ball over the middle in the NFL and and see how well he does. Like I mean, yeah, he'll probably do well because he's a fantastic talent. But we haven't seen it yet. You know, we haven't seen top talent in the uh, for quarterback here since you know even. Kyler Murray going number one. It's been a while. Like, really, Andrew Luck's been the last, like, great, you know, quarterback prospect. You know, we had Elway and Manning and guys like that. And then after that, after really after Manning was Luck. And we haven't had another guy since. And until we get more of those type of guys, I don't want to, I don't want to freaking do that that early in the draft. I don't, I don't like taking quarterbacks early. It never seems to work out. Yeah. Especially what we've done in the past, trying to take uh, we don't usually go for quarterbacks in the first round as as it is. We always go defense. Well, you think about it. We got what Montana in the third round, and we had we freaking were lucky because we we had Steve Young after, and we've been trying to find a we've been trying to find a quarterback since Steve Young. That's true. That's very true. We've gone through so many quarterbacks. I can't even remember how many quarterbacks we went through already. Dude, the best quarterback we've actually had since Steve Young is probably Jimmy G, and that's that says a lot. Like, yeah, we freaking won some games with Kaepernick, but the guy can't throw; he can just run. But I do have to say, like, we can't count out can't count out Alex Smith because we didn't really have anything to build around him. You know what I mean? And then when he went to KC, he actually did pretty well. That wasn't you know? Smith's fault at all. Smith's fault. Yeah, I mean. exactly. And then when we went to the playoffs. And he got hurt, and then Kaepernick took over. It's like, damn, this was supposed to be Alex Smith's year, you know? Alex Smith plays in that Super Bowl against the Ravens. The Niners win that Super Bowl. You can't tell me otherwise. Easily. Easily. He doesn't throw an interception. He he continues the streak of no interceptions by a 49ers quarterback. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, in the one inter- the interception that Kaepernick threw, Randy Moss was open, and he just overthrew him. Not that R- Randy Moss could have got that ball, too. He just lazy in his older age. <laughs> he could have went up and got it, but I mean, uh, we've been waiting for a, a quarterback like you know since young, and I mean it's been a long time. It's been over twenty years, and we haven't had a quarterback. So, I mean, they're hard to find, and they are hard to find. When you do find them, sometimes their whole career gets wasted. Like, I mean, Matthew Stafford's a perfect example. Generational talent, his whole career is wasted, and people think he's a bum. It's like people, you could say freaking. Um, Barry Sanders is a bum technically if you want to go by that standard because he had nobody with the Lions either. Yeah. And uh and also too is like uh you know, coming down to his last couple years too, Matthew Stafford is injury prone, you know. Actually he's in the last nine years he started. Uh he hasn't missed any games in eight of the last nine years, I think something like that. So and I mean, you're not going to find a tougher a tougher quarterback to ever play this game. I mean, I don't. I've never seen a guy as tough as that guy. I was watching that game when he was against the Browns, and he freaking dislocated his shoulder and got up and threw it through the touchdown oh, yeah, pass. Got out in the game. Yeah, dude. Like, or was it collarbone or whatever it was? That guy's unreal. Man, freaking the guy is. He's a tough cookie, man. I mean, I wouldn't mind. You know, if they would have traded for him, I wouldn't have minded it. But well, yeah, we first we don't trade he, for him. But the Rams gave up, man. I don't think you know what I mean. First we don't trade for him, and then he comes in our dang division. It's like, oh my god! Even though the Rams are the biggest idiots, dude, they they just like do all these they, crazy trades. They tend to do that every year. They trade their first rounds all the time. It's their owner, dude. He doesn't care. Like he's, I mean, I get why they're doing it. You know, you got to think of like what everybody's been saying, and like they're in LA and they have to compete with. I mean, I'm from Southern California, and I'll tell you, it's the Dodgers reign supreme. Like, 
Yeah, the Lakers do too. Don't get me wrong. And I'm a Lakers fan myself. But the Dodgers reign supreme in LA and they're impossible. They're just they're so hard to beat out. And like to get They love to spend money. The Dodgers do. <laughs> yeah, they do. But like and that's the thing is they're flashy because it's LA. It's the same thing with the Lakers. They've always been flashy and get the, the big um signings because it's LA. So that's what I think the Rams are trying to do. So that's why they don't care about the picks. They want the big flashy signing that's gonna get people to want to watch. And I think that's why they do that because they're trying to get, uh, they're you know they're trying to be and keep up with the Dodgers and the Lakers. You know, it's like I'm a hockey fan too, and even the the Kings have a hard time keeping up. Like, so you have like the Kings and the Clippers at the bottom, and then you add you know two more teams with the the Chargers and the Rams. And now the Rams they have to compete with all of that and try to stay above and especially after building that huge that freaking expensive stadium i think they're trying to do flashy more than anything because they got to get they got to fill the seats and i'll tell you what la is the hardest city in the in the country to get fans in the seats and to, to like make a impression and make them come like they're picky yeah that's for sure well um let me ask you this now we know the top two teams Deshaun Watson wants to play for. How do you feel about Deshaun picking the Niners, even though I don't think the Niners will do it? I think I do think secretly Deshaun wants to come to the Niners. I mean, why wouldn't he? He's he sees George Kittle, he sees Debo Ayuk, he sees those weapons, the run game, the defense. He knows that. And I mean, he's not he's he's been listening to the you know I'm sure he's listening to all the shows talking about. He, everybody thinks he should go to the Niners. I mean, that's where Jerry Rice wants him to go. You know, that's <laughs> the I mean, the, dude, the real goat. To the Niners, bro. If he comes to the Niners, dude, that's a that's a title right there, man. But we have to keep like they keep saying we got to trade Bosa, and I'm like, no, you got You have to keep Bosa. He's off limits. Like I I know if you need a quarterback to win a Super Bowl, but defense is important because. Defense got us there when we got the, our defense got us there. I mean, we absolutely annihilated the Vikings. I mean, we made Rodgers like we always do in the playoffs, our little bitch, because he is one. <laughs> 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 oh, did I? Oh, don't even get me started on that guy. But uh, our defense is fantastic. Our defense was winning us that game in the Super Bowl. Like we were, our offense was not doing all that, all that great. I mean, they were, yeah, they weren't performing as well as they were all season. Basically, the way that the way that the Buccaneers just dominated Kansas City is the way we our defense was dominating. Our offense just wasn't putting up the points. If we if we were putting up the points, we should have been. It would have been a blowout, dude. I mean, oh, dude. Well, remember that freaking throw uh, that Garoppolo missed over the middle um, to Sanders. That would have won, won the game. It's like, dude, would have won the game. I don't know how you overthrow a freaking 50-yard bomb. Seriously, man. But if that would have been Debo, he'd have caught it because Debo has a couple steps on the uh... – Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's a little bit younger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but and then um, – go ahead, man. I was going to say, I, 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 you know, Watson would be great. I just – to me, it's not worth giving up what they want for him. Like, dude, what they're saying we'd have to give up is ridiculous. Like, I don't know if you saw what Nick Wright said today. I think he likes enjoys being called Nick Wrong, even though he seemed to be very upset that uh, Dan Patrick called him Nick Wrong the other day when he was wrong about Kansas City winning by multiple scores in the Super Bowl. Dude, he 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 said he did like a four team trade where uh, the Jets get Wilson, the Niners get Watson, uh, the uh, the Texans get a bunch of picks, and we send Jimmy Garoppolo and Nick Bosa to Seattle. And I'm like, um, is this guy on? Is this guy on something? Like we're gonna send the best pass rusher in the NFL to our division rival. Yeah, no way, no way in hell. But that's what I'm saying is like these guys know how much it's gonna take for the Niners to get them, so that's why they're saying these outlandish things in the first place because it's impossible. Like we, we have no way <laughs> to get him. Like I don't, I don't think any of our stars are. I think they're all untouchable. Like I don't want to get rid of um, Bosa. He's he's gonna be a Niner for life. 
I really think he that that could be a possibility. Then Kittle, Kittle's he's the personality of the whole football team. You can't get rid of that. And then you know Warner, dude, <laughs> that's the one thing the Niners have always had is top linebacker play in the last twenty years, and we're not getting rid of that. We're not going to do it. We just we always do well with linebackers, but I don't think you can get rid of a Warner. Like he's he's a long time Niner too. Yeah, definitely. It, the guy is the middle of that defense, and there's no way there's no way they're going to get rid of him for sure. The only person I'd be willing to part with is I'd be okay if we if we could get if we could trade Kinlaw. The guy's good, but if if you resign Kerry Hyder, so let's think of it this way: if we could get Watson from trading, you know, giving some picks from over not this we can't give up this year's picks. That's the only thing we have to give up next year's picks. And I don't think that's why we can't get him. But say we could do it that way and maybe we can give up a Kinlaw. You know, then we still have Bosa and we can re think about reciting height uh resigning Hyder. You know, just resign Thomas and Thomas plays the same position pretty much as as uh, Kinlaw anyways. And then, you know, you sign JJ Watt. Then we're good because you can have Thomas and Watt on the inside, Bosa and Hyder on the outside, and our offense, our defensive line would be just phenomenal. I mean, this it might be the first time in Watt's career where he's not getting eaten up alive by the double team. Exactly, and even if he does get eaten up by the double team, Bosa could be coming off of the other side, man. Dude, like you know, I mean? you know Bosa is going to take the double teams. I mean, they have to. If if you have to leave Watt one on one especially with like how well Hyder earned his, his like, I think Hyder can be a perfect. Hyder played good last season, man. Like he went off. Yeah, dude. Like I think he could be fine opposite Bosa because either cut him or trade um, uh, Ford. Like I like D Ford. He's a fantastic pass rusher, but the guy can't stay healthy. And Dude, he hasn't played one game with us since we signed him. I know, dude. It's Actually, like, maybe like two. It's like just cut him or trade him. Make him they part need of the package. It's too much money that we're wasting on a freaking injured player, you know? Yeah, and the only reason I do think we can get JJ Watt is because I think JJ Watt um He's coming towards his the end of his career. I don't yeah, I think he wants to win and I think he'd be willing to take less money knowing the Niners are you know, have a lot of guys to sign. And JJ's he's an upstanding guy and he's the kind of guy that doesn't have a big ego and would take less money to win. I just, I feel like he's that kind of guy. Yeah, I really think so. So, you know, there's only a couple spots. I think he'd land. The only other place I could see him going just because if he's going to take less money is I don't know if he does it. Be, yeah. Just to go play with his brother, but then that's why maybe he wants to go play with his little brother, both his brothers. Cause his other, his brother's also a fullback. The other Watt is a fullback for the Steeler. So, you could have the Watt trio, but at the same time, they're not they're not going to win no Super Bowl. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. I I feel like I really feel like I mean it's only the first day since he's he asked for his release, but I I think um, the Niners are going to be in that uh, decision, man. I think they're number one on his list. They have to be because that's his. I mean, unless he goes to Tampa Bay, because Tampa Bay could. Easily go back to Super Bowl next year. I hope he doesn't go to Tampa Bay, dude. But he seems like he might come to the Niners. We'll have to wait and see whether the Niners will do it because, you know, like we started off being flashy when we first had Shanahan and, and Lynch, and they've kind of died down a little bit. They're more methodical now. I I feel like I feel like even the beginning of uh, this past season, there was some players that st- still wanted to come to the Niners, you know, um, and play for us. But uh, but then the the injury bug freaking happened, and I mean, look at even our backups were dominating on defense, man. Oh, dude, seriously, like I, it was phenomenal how well our our backups are playing, and I mean, that's a testament to Sala. The guys, the guys, an animal. Like, you know, maybe Watt goes and plays for the Jets because I mean, guys want to play for Sala, so he's not gonna have a problem probably getting people to come play for them, and they have all the cap space you could want. Like if we lose Verrett, I wouldn't be surprised if we lose Verrett to, to the Jets. Uh, we could lose a lot of our players to the Jets. <laughs> That's true. We really lost most of our freaking coaching staff to the Jets, man. I know. <laughs> like, um, 
But that's also why I think too, if we wanted to trade for, if we want to trade for Donald, I think I could get a good deal. Yeah, I feel like that uh, that could happen. Um, I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't mind seeing Donald in red and gold, but I I just want it. Like I'm still in up in the air about giving Jimmy G another chance. Let me tell you this: you want a four thousand. If you want a four thousand yard passer, finally. You can get get Sam Donald. He'll throw for four thousand yards in offense. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He he'll put up numbers, even though we run the ball more. Oh, he'll. I mean, if you give him that run game, dude, with that play action, Donald will freaking light it up in that play in our play action, dude. I mean, he will just. Ugh. And then the route running that our that our running that our receivers have. Yeah, that's true, especially with George too, man. Dude. He'd be hit, oh man, dude! He'd be hitting Ayuk on the deep ball. Trust me, perfectly. He's got such good accuracy. Yeah, but like, like I said, like I still want Jimmy G to get another chance. But at the same time, like we do need a better quarterback for sure. Yeah, and it's sad to say, but I think I think Jimmy G would have been a whole different quarterback if he doesn't get that knee injury. Correct, correct, definitely for sure. Because I mean, even before that that play that he got hurt against KC. Like he, dude, he was looking good against Kansas City, man. You know, well, I guess we'll have to see what else is going on with the free agency. <laughs> like I, I know I, I haven't seen one Niner fan that doesn't want Wat Deshaun Watson, but it ain't happening. Yeah, it. I, look, when it first started, I'm like, oh, you know, hell yeah, that's gonna be freaking awesome. But then when I started to hear like, oh, you know, like probably gonna have to give up Nick Bosa and a good couple first rounds, and I'm like. Yeah, they're not going to give up Nick Bosa. Hell no, you know. Yeah, it's like at the same time, it's like we could have drafted him. That's true. He, we could have drafted him because didn't he? Wasn't he the same year we drafted uh, Thomas? We could have drafted Watson. And uh, <laughs> I feel bad for Sully, but everybody's just capping on him, man. I mean, he's he's kind of in it, when you think about how high we drafted him, he's kind of a bust. But do you? I mean. I'm not saying it's an excuse, but don't do you feel like he's kind of doing things different now since his sister's passing? Possibly, maybe. And that's why he doesn't look as good anymore. So I felt like he was decent, you know, beforehand. I I think he he can do it. He can be there. I think, and if he came back this year, he'd probably be pretty dominant. Oh yeah, I I feel like if he didn't get hurt that same day Bosa did, I I feel like he would have had a good season. That's true. I, I agree. I, I don't know. I, 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 some of our moves are suspect. I think we whiffed on the Buckner trade. I think uh, um, we should have moved Armstead and kept Buckner. I think he's a much better player than Armstead. Yeah. Look, how many sacks did Armstead have this year? Dude, Armstead was no. He didn't do very well. Buckner. They had one of the. Dude, Buckner went off this season, bro. They had such a good freaking defense, the Colts, because of Buckner. And I'm like, look, I'm thinking to myself. Buckner on one end and freaking Bosa on the other, and we decided to keep Armstead and then draft Kinlaw. I'm like, um, I'd rather have Buckner over both those guys. I'm telling you though, we're doing good on the offensive on the offensive picks. It's just the defensive guys. I mean, like, no, obviously we freaking lucked out getting freaking Bosa. The freaking Cardinals are dumb as hell for not taking Bosa and taking uh, Murray, if you ask me. But we lucked out on that one. But all our other defensive picks have been like. Like, dude, I was, like, watching the draft. I'm like, don't take Kinlaw. Don't – and then they took him, and I'm like, the guy's got potential, but he could have just kept Buckner. Yep. Exactly. Let's see. So, Buckner had nine and a half sacks last season, this past season. Nine and a half sacks. You know how many Armstead had, bro? Three and a half. So, it's like, I wonder if they kicked themselves in the ass after that. <laughs> dude. That's what I'm wondering. It's like, what are they doing? Like, you think too because freaking Lynch is one of the. To, I mean, in my opinion, one of the best defensive players I've ever seen. So, you think that he would know what the heck he's doing? I mean, and he played with some of the best defensive linemen. I mean, he freaking played with Warren Sapp. Like, do you think he would know? And he just seems to be making the bonehead moves on the defensive line here. And it's like, come on, man. You played in one of the best defenses of all time. 
Yeah. Well, um, just want to put out there real quick. Um, the Niners just resigned River Crawcraft. <laughs> I mean, that guy can he can run some routes. I mean, I'm not really worried about him. I I think with the three guys we already got. I, well, actually, we need to resign um, uh, Born. We need. I mean, we need to resign him. I, not nobody could tell me otherwise. Like I don't care what anybody says. They talk about the couple of drops he had. I don't care. The guy is an absolute red zone machine. He's our best red zone receiver. I, even even right now, like if we resign him and the receivers we have, he is still our best red zone receiver. Yeah, I, they really do. Like uh, I agree with you a hundred percent. Like his his route his route running is so um, underrated. And he gets open in the end zone and finds those spaces. And I'm like, you need to resign the guy. Like, I don't want to hear Craycraft got resigned. I want to hear Bourne got resigned because he de- deserves it. And he wants to come back. He hella does, bro. I was watching Debo's uh, Instagram live the other night. And, he, dude, these guys are brothers, man. Like, oh, dude, Debo's a man, dude. I'm freaking... Dude, I love Debo, bro. Like, dude, he was literally connecting with fans, too, that night. Like, oh, it was yeah. crazy. He's... So like, all a lot of the guys that have played for us all want to come back. The only one that doesn't want to come back is McKinnon. I mean, I get it. I get he doesn't want to come back because he, he's not a starter and he's been kind of not. He hasn't been that great. He's gonna be a. I don't think he's gonna be a starter after his injuries that he's had. I don't think. I don't think he'll be a starter anywhere else though. I agree, and I, I think, but I almost wonder if he doesn't want to come back because Niner fans can be a little something, and he did. Kind of, he he got a lot of slack, like crap for stuff, and I wonder if it's that or if it's the organization because, like, the organization treated him fantastic. He got hurt two years in a row, and they still kept him and paid him. I mean, look, the way he answered that question was just hella disrespectful to the team. I feel like you know, yeah, because they've done a lot for him, in my opinion. Huh? I said that the, like the organization's done a lot for him. Yeah, definitely, dude. And dude, they kept him at what for? What was it three years or two years? Three. I mean, the, he, he was hurt two of the years, and then he played this. Uh, yeah, exactly. Last year, it's like, dude. I mean, he was nothing like what we thought he was going to be. Like, I thought he was going to be a freaking beast. He was nothing. But we also need to get rid of Coleman too. Like, I'm freaking over that guy. Yeah, you know, I thought he was going to be solid when they brought him in because he already knows Shanahan's offense, but that didn't work out well because he just stays getting hurt. Well, we never should have traded uh, Brita. That too. I really I really wish we kept Brita because that fool is a freaking you keep Brita monster and you have, of running, bro. You keep Brita and you literally have the two fastest running backs in the NFL on the same team. So like most hurts are started running back, and then when he needs a break, and you give it to freaking Brita, and he's help, he's freaking you know, breaking it. You know he's breaking a long one because he's you know, he's fresh. You know, and you obviously you bring Jeff Wilson in for the goal line, and you bring Jeff Wilson in for the short yardage because the guy's an absolute monster. Dude, I'm just really hoping. Um... The Niners look into JJ Watt, man. Because both him and Rosa on the line, bro. Oh, I got giddy when I, when I, the moment people were already talking about him to the Niners, I was getting giddy. I'm like, oh, please, 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 please. If we can do anything in this offseason, get JJ Watt. So, oh, man. Maybe our next podcast, we can talk about uh, that signing. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> because I'm looking at the Twitter feed right now, man. And dude, everybody's capping on it right now. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, there's nothing hey, like Niners good. Twitter, man, because it's just dude, it's crazy. So it was just like, who needs Kendrick Bourne when the 49ers have Crawcraft? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope we, if we don't re-sign Bourne, I'm gonna be mad. Oh, dude, they better sign Bourne, man. They better, honestly. I think you think about it. I say they they do re-sign him, and I think. Uh, Trent Taylor's gone. Trent Williams, or oh no, Trent Taylor. That's it. Yeah, Trent Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, they're they're definitely resigning Trent Williams too. Yeah, we'll see about that. 
<laughs> you never know what these guys, man. They got, they always surprise us. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But, uh, oh, you know who else we forgot about? And hopefully we'll stay healthy this time? Is uh, Jalen Hurd, bro. Oh, my God. Uh, he, he gets me so excited. I get so excited every year, and then he gets hurt, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> right? It's literally like, what, the last practice before the first game of the season, and he got hurt? Mm-hmm. He, got, like, started our, our uh, injury problems. Yeah, definitely. Bro, dude, he's if, he, if we, he stays healthy. That. What was that? If he stays healthy, dude, he's – because, like, all those end rounds we do with Debo, we could do straight, like, just – so much more trickery with Hurd because Hurd can take those into rounds too. And then we can just do like trickery with, with, um, with Hurd and, and Debo dude. Like, Oh, it gets me excited thinking about, there's a reason that, that Shanahan has kept Hurd, even though he's gotten hurt. Cause he, he's just licking his chops to when he finally gets to put Hurd to use. Yeah. Cause, and you think about it too, the guy has the height too, to go for those those up balls, man. You know. Yeah, but he's you know he's just like Debo though, because even though Debo's always been more of a running a receiver, Jalen Hurd was a running back. Now he's playing receiver, and oh, that's true. That so true. you're gonna get another receiver that can run hard. Oh, man, it gets me so excited thinking about that guy. To use Debo and Hurd for those those uh run options, bro. Oh, that's gonna be that's gonna be I'm crazy. Telling you, dude. That's why, like, if we get the right got the right quarterback and using our run game and all the trickery. I'll tell you what, that'll turn Ayuk into the best play action um, receiver in the NFL, dude. <laughs> right now it's Devontae Adams, but uh, I think Ayuk would uh, would take over for best play action uh, receiver, dude. He'd be wide open behind the defense all day. Oh, man. I agree with you. Yeah. There's so much potential for this offense. There is. There is. We just need the right quarterback. <laughs> I want, I'm telling you, if we can get Sam Darnold, I'm going to be a happy guy. We're going to have to wait the next couple months and see uh, if Sam Darnold gets, still gets brought up uh, with the Niners at all or not. Um, dude, this is why there's nothing like uh, NFL offseason. Like, no other sport has the offseason that's just as exciting as the season. That's true. That's very true. You know, I'm a fan of all the other sports. Like the NBA can be a little exciting, but it's more irritating because you get the super teams. The NFL is just absolute chaos, and it's freaking awesome. Yep, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see what happens this off season for sure. <sighs> Me too. I, mean, I can't wait. I'm always like checking Twitter constantly just to see if there's any new Niners news. Like, yeah. Same here. That's why I went straight to Twitter just to see what happens. Yep. I haven't even been on Twitter, so I need to go on there and check. Yeah. Because I literally follow, like, all the 49er, like, main pages. You know what I mean? That have, like, the verified next to their name. <laughs> yep. I finally try to follow all of them, too. Because I, I follow their official, their official page and, and then um, the one from NBC Sports Bay Area. All righty. I think... Uh... I think that's what uh, all we have for today, and uh, be looking forward to talking to you guys the next time. Yeah, and we'll uh, thank you for tuning in today, guys, and we appreciate you guys listening to us and hearing what we have to say about some Niner news. And um, we'll catch you guys on the next one.